Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's time to look forward to the 2019 Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. And that means our friends from Active for Today are back at Sport HQ. We find out if the Twins survived Devon and the Striders conquered the Equinox. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith, and this is the renowned Radio New York Sport. And as ever on a Tuesday, we start with the youngsters and a great result for New York Athletic Club's Joshua Clee in his first ever dual athlon, a 1.6k run, 5k bike ride and a 600m run. First East Midlands athlete home, third in the Midlands area. And sticking with New York AC and the club's little superstar Zoe Smith competed in the York Open on Sunday and collected two medals, a third in the 100m and a second in the 200 metres. On to football, and Newark Town are the early leaders of the Knotts Youth League Under-18 Division 1, after beating Beeston by the odd gold in five at Devon Park. Into Division 2 and the Under-16 section, Collingham topped the table with maximum points from three matches, while RHP Colts are mid-table with four points. But it's two from two for the Sunday Colts, goals from... Jensen Gracie and the manager's son Ryan Atwood in a hard-fought 2-1 victory at Louth. Josh Burkett had a Saturday to remember. His Boston United under-16s won 8-0 and he scored, as he's no doubt told you about. A result that means his team finished top of the group and qualified for the Junior Premier League National Cup. Well done, Josh. Wonderful young man there. A great start to the Nottingham Outlaws Winter Series for BMX star Finley Cranage. Second, first and second in the qualifying. Put him into the final. A silver medal for Finlay. Well done, young man. And we end with fencing. And the weekend saw another good performance from Arthur Eakin at the Wrexham Under-13s Junior Series competition. But unlike last week when it was gold, this time he's had to settle for silver. Still not too bad, though, is it? She's already taken over. She's only near two minutes and she's taken over. She does that. She does, don't she? Um, Before before we hand you over to Alexis, um, and it becomes the Alexis show... um, we um there's two stories i'm not gonna let go i'm just not can i just say something i've just turned i'd look around that that's a fantastic screensaver on there did you know do you know where it is no it, it looks, looks gorgeous wonderful this is radio and you're talking about a screensaver i'm just saying you know crack <sighs> oh, on sorry we even shut the gate so we can't <laughs> get in manchester united are expected to announce a 630 million turnover this week Yet they still couldn't buy a Ford. But the story of the day, 
the story of the day, I mean, everything else pales into insignificance. It's ironic, isn't it, in the season that Leeds United... There we go. ...had Spygate... Leeds bashing. ...the Aston Villa clash at the end of the season... ...convicted, basically, of being cheats... They win the FIFA Fair Play Award. Unbelievable. Come on, Mr Smith. How can you <clears throat> be found guilty of cheating in the same season as you win a Fair Play Award? Well, I think we've established it wasn't actually cheating and that uh, any club worth its salt would do the same thing. But um, basically, I'm sorry I'm late tonight, but I was looking for my Arsenal scarf for the evening. Um, but uh, I mean, we got any uh, serious stories? Yes, that one. That's, that's just, oh, it's, it's just Leeds bashing. It's not Leeds bashing at all. Uh, Mind you, in, 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 it just, it in, just shows what FIFA know and you don't. In the same in the same award ceremony, the European or the World Player of the Year is Messi. Hmm. I would have thought there must be something you can't give it to a defender. Well, this is, because surely uh, Van Dyke should have won that. Yeah, yeah. Surely. I mean, just for his role in. Uh, I mean, it's great in Mary Poppins. Go <laughs> on. Yes, I know. <laughs> Accent was a bit off, yeah, but, yeah. you know, the that, accent that was a very there. dodgy Cockney accent. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why Messi got it, you know, because that dodgy accent. Because he can do Mary Poppins better? Probably. Okay. Move on. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Right, um, we're going to talk sports awards, obviously, tonight, but I also want to find out what our friends of Active Today have been up to in the past year, which <coughs> means that this time of year what we'll do what we always do, we hand the show over to the boss, Alexis, and this year's rising star, Kelly. Good evening, ladies. Good Hi. evening. Uh, now, what was you trying to say? I was trying to say that, that, not... that Kelly... Right, come on. You were talking... Come on, you're a past master. You in, front t- of, in front of the mic. You were talking about striders. <laughs> Kelly did Equinox. She did. At you, the weekend as well. And, and you look sober. <laughs> 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 Only just. Yes, Only just. that's more like it. <laughs> She's yes. got crumbs on the top. Yes, she's still got crumbs on the yes. Okay, then. Well, we're going to talk... We're going to um, talk to Graham Walsh, and they say, now, Graham takes this running lock seriously. <laughs> he goes there, he knows what he's got to do, and he goes out there and does it, and passes you lot with the wine and, and the cake while, while he's doing the running. So, in between the drinking and the eating, did he get any running done? A little bit this year, so five laps this year, which Not is a lot, 50k. Then. Yeah, not a lot. Ten laps last year. So, so there you go. Half of what you did last half year. Half of what I did last year. So it was more F- enjoyable Gareth Bagley did ten and a half laps. Come on. 50k? Yeah. 50k? 50k. Oh, my goodness me. I'm glad I'm sitting down. And that I ran that me... hill. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So what That's we, commitment. What we need to do is find out what sort of the year... Um, no, we don't. What we need to do is find out all about Kelly first. That's a very we? good idea. That's what we need to do. Yes. Kelly... Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, okay, so I've just taken on the role of um, engagement in inclusion. I can't even speak now, thanks for that. <laughs> no, too much wine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not enough sleep, I think. Um, I've just taken on a new role at Active for today, and I've been dropped in at the deep end with you guys today, which is lovely. Um, my background is dance, dance development and sports and running. So, as we've established, I love a bit of running, and I do crazy running. Um, Really looking forward to getting my teeth into my new role, and hitting the ground running and meeting all my different clubs that are out and about. It's amazing how many that she brings into the studio, we'll never see them again after that. (laughs) (laughs) 
the rise in stores until about an hour in here. <laughs> it's the same for lots of people, I don't know. Well, it is, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you keep coming back. <laughs> every night. Um, I'm only brought out annually. You're here every night. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had Todd in from the YMCA last week. And he was telling us there's this wonderful working relationship between the two organisations and what a fantastic arena had been set up, really, with the Sports and Fitness Centre and and the Sports Village next to it. And whatever anybody thinks and any all the politics that's gone on to get there, from a sports person, it is a fantastic area. It is, and the usage, I understand, is proving that um, the whole site, almost every night of the week, is completely animated by people playing sport or being active, which is what our role is, um, ultimately, and wherever anybody's active, whether that's pounding the streets at an event like Equinox or... um, bringing their children and nipping in the gym for 15 minutes while their kids are swimming, it doesn't matter. People are being active. So it is really, really busy. Um, The clubs are doing very well down there. The Athletics Club, I know, have, despite the years of hard grafting at the Grove that they've had, it's now all come to fruition. um, And I believe it's going pretty well for them. A lot of juniors down there now, which is what they want to see. They're a bit like the cat that found the cream or the, stri- <laughs> or the strider that found the wine. Um, whichever way you want to look at it. But, I mean, all all New KC's hopes have come, haven't they? Absolutely. Has it had any effect on the Sports and Fitness Centre? Has it made that busy? Because it is creating a, a hub. It is, it is. It has made it busy. As people will know, um, we extended the car park just before the YMCA opened, I think, um, or it was about the same time, because we, we were finding it really busy and the car park just wasn't big enough. Um, although we tried to encourage people to, to come on the bikes, which now that the extra bit of pathway has been done behind the RHP Sports and Social Club and going down towards the Sustrans track, it's linked up Boulderton as well as the other ends of Newark from the end of the Sustrans track. So more and more people are coming on the bikes, which is fantastic, or walking. Um, so the whole site is is illuminated. And it, it is really nice to see on a really dark night, just all these bright lights on the pitches, in the gym upstairs on the first floor. Um, it's great. I mean, we talked to um, the squash club on a regular basis by the way the ones in the court um we talk about the squash club on a regular basis Do they? and, and um, is that that paul drury it is oh, yeah. right from what they had to what they've got now they're a new they're another new okc uh, and they they can't believe the way that that club you see you've either turned the club round by the facilities you've given them or we've turned the club around because they're coming here and talked about oh, it oh of course so I'm, I, I'm sure I, I, it's I down to, to you I mate. Yeah. the latter <clears throat> however think about it they did have two courts before yeah. previously at the Grove but they were detached from the main building so you had to go across the road you couldn't they, nobody else could see it um, they were completely enclosed now that they're two glass back courts people can see it they're on view all the time um, and they're showcasing what they've got what to offer as a club. Have, what they didn't have and what they've got now, of course, is a ladies' section and a junior Absolutely. section. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the way forward. Um, Active for the Day is not just the Sports and, and Fitness Centre. You you manage at 
at to the Newark Academy, and I don't know how you want to if you want to talk about anything else, but you may be managing somewhere else soon. Um, that's in the pipeline, and I'm sure it will come to fruition. But you're branching out into management. Well, it's something that we've always done. We manage leisure facilities and the other side of it is the other side that I've always been involved in is the sports development angle, which is the community, which is the volunteers, which is the clubs out there that probably own their own facilities or lease it from somewhere else or hire it. So there's two elements and um, New Academy realised a few years ago that um, for them to open their doors up to the community, their fantastic sports facilities... Um, they've done a fantastic job in establishing a, a whole range of um, clubs and users um, but they wanted to work with us to improve the administrative process for want of a better word um, because that's what we do on a daily basis that's what our specialism is um, they're, they're, not, they're not afraid to say that their specialism is education and that's school, that's their, that's their responsibility and that's their specialism our specialism is leisure facilities and running leisure, leisure centres I tend to forget every time that you're not a Newark-based organisation, are we you? We aren't, no. We are across the whole of Newark and Sherwood, so we've also got two other centres. Um, Duker is at Ollerton, which is, uh, is a dry facility at the moment, but if, if you didn't know already, um, the District Council have committed to <coughs> developing a, a swimming pool there, which is fantastic for the community of Ollerton. Um, and then there's another dry facility um, at Blidworth. Um, and then we also provide services to Southwell Leisure Centre Trust, which is an independent charitable trust um, in its own right, and we support them as a company. Um, so, but to the customer, um, you might not know any different, uh, but they've got a lovely facility over there. They've got three glass back courts, actually, at, at Southwell, which are beautiful. Make a note um, of that for Paul. <laughs> Um, but yeah, four leisure centres that are supported by the District Council and active for today. And um, there are other uh, facilities that are out there which we're supporting to, to open their doors up even more um, and try to get more clubs in, start more activities with uh, national governing bodies of sport. Dave's been doing some fantastic work with England Netball recently. Um and doing the whole package i guess um we are actually i haven't put it on my list i forgot um we're developing a new um volunteering a development of the vispa volunteering scheme which is going to be called an academy um which is looking at trying to build the workforce and build skills and and qualifications and we might depending on the recruitment there'll be a, a selection process but recruiting people and paying for people to go on recognized qualifications we still have you know, it's rosy for quite many, <clears throat> quite a few, but not rosy for everybody. The the tennis club are, from what I can see, not quite sure what they're doing and where they're going. They'd like to stop where they are, or they'd like to go to the village. Or we don't know what the but that the whole of that complex is still in the and and anything could happen um, syndrome, isn't it? Um, yeah, the tennis club are doing very well. Um, but they've had this cloud over them. I'm, I'm not speaking um, out well, of turn all, here. They, they've had this cloud yeah. over them that they haven't been able to get a, a long-term lease from their piece of, for their piece of land, which belongs to the county. So, but they've still been going. People have still been committed to the club. They're, they're growing. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yes. They're still using Sherwood Avenue, I believe, during the winter months because they've got lights. But 
they do they're still doing it all mm. despite having this cloud and that that's exactly exactly the same as what happened with newark ac they really didn't know what they were doing with facilities or what was happening or but so, still carried on regardless the, the point i was trying to make though is that there's um another role for active for today is to be there help guide absolutely and that's certainly what kelly's role is um so looking at clubs in the district and we've got a couple of forums i i'd prepared you to talk about this so this is where you can right so kelly's now Um, going to kelly is now going to tell us about the brand new facilities for the new york tennis club (laughs) the um the the new hot the new hockey pitch and and the bmx arena kelly all yours so i shall talk about the uh southwell sports forum then oh here we go here we go um, Sports Council, which are going brilliantly. You shifted that quickly, yeah, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Very well done. Um, so, for those who don't know, we've got sports forums and sports councils out there where clubs can come along, share some learning, share different resources, get together, see if there's funding that they need, really have a local voice all together. So, we're currently working on their annual general meeting, so the AGM, which is coming up. And we have um, Koi Sports coming in to do a bit of a presentation for us. So anyone who is a member of either organisation or either... What's the word I'm looking for? Affiliated to either of the forums. There we go. Even if you haven't been in the past, there's an opportunity to join this year. That's you finished, by the way, now, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) There's an opportunity to join this year, so don't miss out on coming to the presentation if you want to learn about um, some, some, some... I guess non-traditional funding um, routes that Koi Sports are are developing and offering and are offering their support. But that's the support that we can offer to clubs as well. Um, at the Sports Forum last year, we had a funding officer from Active Knots come along to talk about all the... There must have been 30... 30 pots of money that are available to clubs obviously depending on what the what the project is or the application or what you want it for and or the, also the the amount of that you want it for but there's loads of money out there and that's what um myself and kelly can support clubs to to find and and support an application so when and where is this agm so we can all come along and get oodles of money <laughs> not promising <laughs> but yeah it's next wednesday the 2nd of october um, the Newark and Sherwood Sports Council AGM is at 6.45 at Cornton Tennis Club. And then the presentation with David um, from Koi Sports is at 7.15. Um, and then we will be holding the Southall Sports Forum AGM at the end. So we're getting it all over and done within one night. Sounds like a busy night, mm. that does. Cheers, yeah. Okay, well, we'll plug that one again towards the end. But next, it's Sports Awards. Well, not quite next, because next, next... It's the twins, but not quite that, because next, next, it's this. Okay, time for a flying trip to the Sports Division 2, Newark AC, and we're going to talk to the twins, Tilly and Lauren, because they had a massive, massive weekend down there in Deepish Devon, and I'm going to let you ladies tell us all about it. Um, So this weekend, me, Tilly and Luke competed at the English Schools Combined Events Finals in Exeter. Um, and it, we had a really good competition. We both got a few PBs, um, and we ended up coming 24th and 25th, um, and that was for Lincolnshire. And then the Knots team also did really well, um, and they won the male team overall, so well done for them. We also had um, Amber, who competed in the um, Bulldog Stampede at Wingate University in America, 
and she came um, an amazing 10th place out of 150 runners. And we had Zoe, who competed in the York Open and collected two medals, so well done to her. And then we also had Edward running in the Sheffield Junior 1.5 kilometres, coming first with a, with a time of 5 minutes and 54 seconds. And we also had Gareth Bagley, who competed in the Equinox 24-hour road race this weekend, and he did his target of 100 kilometres in 2 hours and 38 minutes. To 21 hours and 38 minutes. He's not that quick. <laughs> no, he's not that quick, no. Then we also had a great result for Joshua Clee at his first ever duathlon. And he came first in East Midlands and third in the wider Midlands region. So well done to him. And then finally, a huge congratulations to Stuart Thomas, our new level two coach, who is now able to um, do the hammer and the javelin and the discus. So a good well done to him. So you two just sort of was participating in the english schools which is a bit of a dreary name isn't it yeah, older sister of course was in a stampede yeah she was in a stampede the bulldog stampede the bulldog stampede tell me a bit more about the bulldog stampede so in in north carolina that's their region of races and where they raced was at wingate university and their team is called so amber's called the trojans their team is called the bulldogs so i think that's why it was called the bulldog stampede because it was like their runners running. Because oh, 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 oh. Amber's is the Trojan Army, so theirs is the Bulldog Stampede. What sort of distance? I think she did 6k. Okay. And was that your, both of your last schools then? Is that it no, now then? One more. No, one more. This is our last year coming up. You got one more, one more trip to English schools, and then one uh, more trip to English schools, and then yeah. you, and then you were the grown-ups. Yeah, then we were the grown-ups. Yeah. Did father let you drive? No, no. He we went in his car, so we're not insured on us. Oh, he's got it right, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were stuck in queues on the way. And it took us five and a half hours to get there. Oh joy. Yeah. Absolutely. But on the way home, it only took us four, so it wasn't as bad. Not so bad. You see, if you'd have driven no. down, they'd have been quicker than five and a half hours. Yeah, we would have been a lot quicker, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Love the girls. Get back to your training. We'll Thank talk to you, you next, week. next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm Mick Bradley. He's Tony Smith. You're listening to the Unique Radio Newt Sport, live on FM and DAB with our friends at Smith's Timber. Don't forget, if you missed any of our shows, you can go to the Radio Newt website pages, find the podcast section... And now, probably apart from the last two, you can listen to them all. We've had an influx of podcasts. Disease of podcasts? Influx of podcasts? Disease. Swarm of podcasts? You were the first one, weren't you? <laughs> right, let's talk sports awards, because it's the best time of the year in sport when we um, <clears throat> promote... <laughs> yes, yes. We that, Radio Newark Radio Newark never lost the chocolates. Radio Newark never forgot to take the trophies either, which is another story. Um but there you go, which is probably why we never see the staff that forgot the trophies and anymore. She's she's got a different role now. She's very busy. <laughs> but she's not gonna be allowed to forget that night. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> For your information, Kelly, so you don't make the same slight error. We went all the way out to Billsorp to the Billsorp ladies and Tony Roberts, the Mayor of England, he was there and, Warmer. Warmer. He, and he said, Helen the trophy? And Helen says, well, it's not nine o'clock yet, but Helen said, <laughs> ah, 
We haven't got them. Brilliant. One of, the, one of the best nights ever. We haven't forgot them since, let me say. No, no you haven't. A, you've not it's forgotten. been a double check and a triple check. <laughs> you've not forgotten them since. Um, tell me a bit about the history of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. The history of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. Well, it was born in 2006 um, in Newark and Sherwood, but the county sports awards had been going on for many, many years before that. Lots of other districts in the, in Nottinghamshire also did their own district sports awards. So we thought, right, we think this is a great profile raiser for all those volunteers and coaches and sportsmen and women. Um, so we put it on for the first time in 2006 and have learnt a lot in the last 14 <laughs> years. Um, and I can honestly say I've been there for them all. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but it is a fantastic event. A few years ago, we teamed up with Radio Newark and changed the format, which, every, which is quite familiar to everybody now and I think has gone from strength to strength. Um, being out in the community, being in those um, club venues. She's got to get this one in, hasn't she? Um, she has to get this one in every year. What? It, I, think it, I think I prefer the format. I know, Mick. <laughs> you do. We too. had we had a major debate when it was taken away from the palace. The wonderful garland art we had at the palace, which was which was very good. It was, and when Alexis decided to take it away and um, take it out in out in to the troops, so to speak, we all said, "No, you've made a mistake. You've got it wrong." And Alexis, being Alexis, stuck her head in the air and said, "I haven't. I'm right." <laughs> and I have to say, you are. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that on the podcast tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. On repeat. We now go to Billsorp and we go to Southall, we go to the rugby club, we go to Lowfields, we go to wherever others, to be quite honest. Mm, wherever uh, And um, put on the show. And it's fantastic. And we're very, very grateful for Radio Newark's support on that because it really does add a different dimension being live on this show. Was it this was it this year or the year previous year that we went live on certain shows? But every night last year we were live, weren't we, between seven and eight um, in the different locations. And grateful to you and Matt and everybody in the team for making all the technology work. Um, so that it's there on the night so people can listen in at home and 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 hear these fantastic stories because ultimately it was lovely having it i must admit it was lovely having that one big um big night evening of celebration we had all the screen and we did videos and there was lots of work that went into it to put that night on um, we did it at the palace and we did it at kellam hall a few times but actually we didn't get to speak to any of the winners, any of the finalists, no. and now mm. there's there's a whole week of engaging with more people's stories about why they're standing there on the stage, and and we didn't get to do that in that one night. No, you're so, right. You're totally right. We've already see, got to eight o'clock though, but <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's a fantastic opportunity. It's the same format again. Um, I'm pleased to say again, as people will know from last year, the junior sports person has been named the Warwick Lane Junior Sports Person of the Year. So Richard uh, uh, will be in, Richard or somebody from um, Rick's family will be invited to be Richard, part um, of it. Richard is, um, fingers crossed, presenting this year. It was a little raw last year. I'm it sure it was very close. It was very close to um, I'm hoping he, he has said he will. He, so. 
Um, and obviously Mike White, who's been doing yes. his big cycling challenge. Yes. Um, so uh, to present the Sam White Junior Volunteer of the Year Award oh, as well. Oh, fantastic. Really. I mean, he's been on the bike to fetch the newspaper. <laughs> then he decides to cycle between John O'Groats and Land's End Vine Newark. I mean, that's unbelievable. I know, I know. <laughs> it is. These, these challenges that people put themselves through like some sort of mad 50k run over a weekend is is phenomenal but it motivates people to be active and 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 small steps at the beginning do actually then culminate into a really big achievement oh they do um i always like to do the next bit and um because i always like to see the panic in the new person's face um so we we will we will put the uh, official bbc voice on and say kelly the nominations the categories are so there's junior and senior categories in in all of them or awards in all of them so we've got uh, junior sport person of the year and senior sport person of the year junior team of the year and senior team of the year junior disabled sports person of the year and senior disabled sports person of the year junior volunteer of the year and guess what senior (laughs) volunteer of the year Coach of the Year, Club of the Year, and we also have a Roll of Honour. So how many is that? Lots. <laughs> eleven. This eleven. One, this one's quite good, you know. <laughs> she gives, she's giving me a run for my she's money. She's done some very good preparation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's eleven categories, um, all profiling different people we've got, involved in We've sport. got it covered, haven't we? I think so. We've, I think so. And we've got it covered. So all categories, apart from the role of honour, are based on the achievements of their last playing season. So for a winter sport, that would be season 18-19, so starting September last year through to April, May. And then a summer sports season of 2019. So your achievements, whether that's a, an individual, a club, or a... Um, an adult coach or volunteer needs to be within that time period the only exception to the categories is the role of honor which is people or an organization as it has been in the past it doesn't have to be a person that have done something quite extraordinary over a over a longer period than a year or may not have done it over a longer period of year it doesn't matter so that's when the time period doesn't matter it can go to 50 years it could go shorter it doesn't and matter it's open-ended that one isn't it, it? Is and, and, and it's also in the remit of um the the judging panel it, it is yeah I, 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 last year we could not part <coughs> so we gave two <coughs> we gave three three we did we gave three yeah. where well, we give we actually gave four we did you... because you had an inspiration didn't well, you well we kind you of did, did come on yeah. another credit so for this one. um so the role of honour everywhere else it tends to be it's an individual it's one person it's one team that wins in the role of honour we decide who we want to award it to so actually last year we gave three um three people so it was alan swain and david pick from the rugby club because they're they'd been nominated together because of their joint work that they'd done in in the uh, the rugby club for their new their new uh, building um as well as graham jackson from the boldson cricket club and his over 50 years worth of commitment to the club um and then we also gave a posthumous award to rick lane for his services to sport um albeit in a towards the end in a a professional capacity with his work for the advertiser 
but also the amount of work he did before that to get to his his um, sports reporter sports editor I think he wasn't was he in the end I don't know sports reporter sports reporter um, in the end um, and the stuff that he'd done actually about sport because he was there on the sidelines with you wasn't he yeah yeah. Oh, right. he was, um, yeah. in his yeah, early days that's that was his passion for yeah. sport yeah we go back and went back and forth for a long time and uh, yeah it was a a moving evening wasn't it was it? i yeah. think that's the best way of putting that yeah um it really was i think if there's a criticism and it's not really a criticism we need to know <laughs> what's got it covered we struggle at times to engage our friends in the show on inside. the far side of our area. Absolutely. And that that's only natural, I guess, because Newark is the biggest conurbation, the population area, especially with all the housing. It's the biggest area of the district, biggest town in the district. However, that said, there's some really good sports clubs and sports volunteers and coaches over in the Southwell area. There's lots of stuff going on in Ollerton, Rainworth. So Rainworth. Ren- <laughs> Rainworth. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try and get the last word. Then, it never works. Um, and then there's li- little pockets in the rural pots pockets of the district. Look at Cornton. It's slap bang in the middle of the mm. district. It's a central location. And look at what they they've achieved and and are continuing to achieve. So there's a lot going on and i i do agree with you mick it's it's difficult sometimes to engage um and make sure that the nominations we get are representative of all of the areas of the district it's a challenge that it, it is a challenge i mean it was we're all working the, through and we do a, do every year when we went out to the billsport that was a lovely night know, to yeah. what they'd achieved yeah um and um but it does seem at times that there's all most of them in us because here's me here's radio newark plugging newark um kelly your department get the other side of the area sorted yeah we we do every yeah. year and alistair and dave last year worked i was pulling the rail out last year absolutely yeah. so kelly will take on that mantle she's she's only been here four weeks this is four weeks in um and you've already made contact with what 20 plus clubs yeah more maybe um so it's been a real good opportunity to not only meet and greet but also s- tell people about the opportunity to, to raise keen. the profile I'm, of the sports awards i'm always keen for the first six weeks of a new job <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> got two weeks less than kelly <laughs> so then you'll find me snoozing under the desk <laughs> the the other thing and, and 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 again if you actually analyze it and look at it properly alexis is is correct again but the other thing that people have come to us all and said have we got to fill in those forms i'm afraid so how can we make a decision the the judging panel have a, the toughest job anyway so they need to have as much information in front of them to make the right decision um the judging panel is made up of various different people from different backgrounds different involvements different levels of knowledge about sport different levels of knowledge of the pathways because especially with a junior volunteer a junior sports person category oh my gosh every sport is different on the the pathway to success and the pathway to national or international representation so that's where sometimes we need to put a little bit 
have we put have, um, do a bit of research before the panel so we can understand it better ourselves but it's important to have a mix of people so that the information that's on the paper there it puts everybody at a an equal um, on an equal footing so I'm afraid so we do try and streamline it as much as possible with it being online um, and it is, I believe it is live now, although nominations haven't opened yet. You know, first. I, I mean, the other side of the same thing, though, as, as, as the argument come back, I haven't had time to do it. Well, come on, your club's just done, I'm not going to name the clubs, done this, that and the other, and you then haven't got time to sit there for ten minutes and fill the form in to get them nominated. Yeah, mm. it's, it's not it always... Don't, it don't add up to we've, me. We've found over the years that it's not always about the winner. All of the finalists get some recognition yeah. have and have an opportunity to talk about their story. So, as an example, Newark Striders last year, we gave them that special award, didn't we, Mick? Because of that litter-picking idea that they came up with and um, the mental health stuff that they're doing. So that was a special award that we gave to that club, although um, the Club of the Year category they became a, they came a finalist in, they still deserve some recognition for what they'd achieved. And, and they wouldn't have got that had they not put a nomination in at all. So it's worth it. A year is a long time in sport. Mm. Um, a week's a long time in sport, but a year is certainly a long time in sport. So I, I, I am going to win this tonight. Kelly, last year's winners. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's cheating. She's only been in the been job, job four, four weeks. weeks. I tell you what, Tony, that's going to be our new strap line, isn't it? She's only been in the job four weeks. So there's a lot of them. Winners. Winners. So there's still a lot of them. So there's Ben Greatbatch, who won the Junior Volunteer of the Year. There is Meg McFarlane, who won the Disabled Sports Person of the Year. Oh, she was lovely. She was. Oh, she was lovely. We, I think we all fell in love, didn't we, Tony? Yeah. yeah. Senior team was Flowserve, and the Senior Sports Person of the Year was Nina... You get the <laughs> Nina name right. Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> it was. And, and Ni- Nina is coming in to see us next week, and... It's a thing about life and a thing about sport. She was on such a high when she collected that award with her son. And this year has been the worst possible year for her. That's what I say. Enjoy your sporting moments Mm. while you can. Indeed. So, Club of the Year went to the Jaguars Wheelchair Basketball. And uh, Coach of the Year was Mark Nesbitt. Junior Sports Person of the Year was Olivia Whitelaw. And Junior Team of the Year was the Farndon Colts Under-16 football team. And then, as Alexis has already been through, the Volunteer of the Year was Alan Swain and David Pick. And then the Roll of Honour went to various people, including, but not exclusive, no, exclusively, Alan Swain, David Pick, Graham Jackson and Warwick Lane. Mm-hmm. so yes it was busy and I'm you're not going to test me on the last 15 years I'm afraid because I haven't got that information with me <laughs> I did That's that last year you did that last year I did year. that last year and the sort of mouth was moving but there wasn't a lot coming out <laughs> I'm so, oh, I'm so, 
I fear but, next year I may need to be a little more prepared. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the producer rang up and said, you know you've got dead air. Well, we haven't got dead air. Alexis is thinking about what to say next. Um, right, we're going to have a quick um, catch up with Graham Walsh from the Striders. He's going to tell us all about um, cake and wine and Equinox. And we'll get um, Kelly signed up for the Striders at the same time. And um, then we're going to come back because the forms are not complicated, but you have to look what you're doing. And you have to just give five minutes of your time. It's not a lot to ask for somebody who's spent the whole year proving themselves to be the best team or the best individual. So we're not asking a lot. Just five, ten minutes of your time to put all that you know about your team or your individual. But the ladies will explain that then. We're having a few problems trying to get hold of Graham, but um, my, my, my Monday receptionist is, is going to um, is going to give it a go in case I'm dialing the wrong number, but uh, I'm sure Graham is there poised and waiting to tell us all about the Striders at, um, at the Equinox. He's chatting away. When, when he's finished talking, he'll probably get back to our job. Um, getting back to um, you two good people, let's go back to the Sports and Fitness Centre while we're waiting for Graham then. Oh dear, Graham, ring me if you're listening. Ring us. Tony's just made a mess of it. Um, <laughs> yes, I rang voicemail, but there was no answer. If, if, <laughs> right. If you're there, Graham, get, give us a ring, me old. If 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 you would, um, we can't get the stuff anymore. Um, after all the ums and ahs about the pool when it started, is everything settled down and the world's happy? I think so. Um, I definitely the the pool is is full all the time. Whether that's school swimming during the daytime, whether it's swimming lessons that we're running, whether it's the club, whether it's the tri club um, that have got some pool time. There's all sorts of things going on. We wish we could have another one. I'll put your mic up. It's even oh, better. That would be better. Do you want to say all you that again? You just can't get the staff. You can't, can you? He's <laughs> put me off. <laughs> What you're actually yeah. saying is how wonderful the pool how is. How wonderful the pool is. The pool is fab. Um, it's busy with lots of different people, lots of different ages, lots of different abilities. It's a pool for everybody, which is great. Oh, that's sweet. A pool for everybody. It is. It's nearly as good as she's only been here for our weeks. Just um, tell me about the gym as well while we're sort of waiting. The fitness um, suite. The fitness. Okay, the fitness suite. Um, on the first uh, floor. Everywhere I, I... Every corner you go around in Newark nowadays, there seems to be a new fitness suite starting up. So, is your numbers holding up? Because it's a big area. Mm. Um, fantastic equipment. Is it holding up? I think so. Um, because we... It goes back to what we said earlier about that site. And it's a site that can offer something for a whole family or a whole different range of people. So we do find that if if children are taking part in swimming lessons or in their gymnastics sessions, the mums and dads are going up in the gym and they're, they're taking part at the same time. Or they're out on the athletics track or playing football on one of the YMCA pitches and the adults are inside having a swim or in a class. It makes it perfect, Absolutely. Don't it? We've found Graham. Graham, I think we're having a few problems with our telephones at this end, so uh, apologies for a slight delay. Um, but now we've got you, Graham. Away you go with the Equinox. Thanks very much. Yeah, there was a, a few little technical difficulties to overcome. But, uh, yeah, overcoming difficulties and, uh, and challenges was definitely the order of the day uh, down at uh, Beaver Castle uh, this last weekend where... 
uh, a number of striders were down there taking part in the annual Equinox 24-hour race. So basically, as it suggests, it's a 24-hour race, and the aim of the game is to do as many uh, 10k laps as you can within that 24-hour period, either on your own or as a pair or as a team. And we had a few striders down there, not quite as many as in some years, but uh, no real reason for that, just the way it panned out. Uh, Anthea Moisey was leading the way. She uh, did eight uh, laps, that's 80 kilometres, or 50 miles of, uh, uh, of, of running during the course of the weekend. John Rawson, six laps. Kate and Nigel Driscoll did uh, four laps apiece, and Don and Beveridge, uh, three. In the pairs, we had a pair, Mark Turner and Matt Silk. They did 14 laps between them. Stephen Nikita Padgett were a team in the event, and they did 10 laps. And uh, there was a team of five, Beauty and the Beasts, uh, which included uh, three striders, Jean-Louis Ballestra, Tom Craig and Tom Jordan, and the team of uh, five uh, did uh, 21 laps. As well as the actual main event itself, there was a standalone 10K during the day, and we had two people uh, taking part in that, Sarah Jane Cobb and uh, Bonnie Tinsley. They ran round together in uh, one hour and eight minutes. And it's great uh, that uh, these events, there are some events for the youngsters uh, to encourage them into running, and uh, they get the chance to, uh, to, to earn a medal as well. Uh, uh, so we had uh, George and Zachary Jordan, Olivia Craig and Mia Moisey all took part in the fun run there. Um, in half marathon uh, action, we had uh, um, two members down at uh, the Rutland Half Marathon, Sarah Webb and Emma Gilbert. They did the uh, Rutland Half Marathon down there at uh, Rutland Water. And uh, two hours, 37 minutes and uh, 25 seconds for Sarah, and uh, one hour, 57 minutes and 59 uh, seconds for, for Emma. In terms of uh, 10K races, we had a, a couple going on up at uh, Sheffield. It was uh, hilly and wet. That was the description of the race. Didn't really seem to deter uh, our three uh, brave striders up there, though. Steve Martin, 47 minutes and 14 seconds. Steve White, 47 minutes and uh, 45 seconds. And Lisa White, a PB for Lisa, 1 hour, 14 minutes and 23 seconds. And once again, uh, another event that put on a, an event for the youngsters, a uh, 3K fun run. So well done to Melissa White for getting a great time in that. Wet and, wet, wet and hilly, it may have been at um, uh, Sheffield, but uh, the sun was out at, in Norfolk where uh, Gemma Latham was taking part in the Jolly Jaguars 10K down at Coltishall. And uh, for Gemma, one hour, one minute and 18 seconds. So last couple of things that were going on in the weekend just gone. We had um, the uh, Trust 10K. I've spoken about that in the past. They're free uh, 10K events, and uh, you can't complain about that price. Uh, Clumber Park and uh, uh, Han Hanbury Hall uh, tr uh, National Trust properties that had some uh, uh, Trust 10Ks on at the weekend. We had 11 at uh, Clumber Park and two at uh, Hanbury Hall, which is in Worcestershire. And uh, finally, really, in terms of our events, uh, Park Run, we had uh, runners at Newark, Huntington, York, uh, Clumber Park, Forest Rec, and uh, Churchfields Farm, which is, again, is down in Worcestershire. And it's a very final mention for a couple of uh, striders who are uh, taking part in events on behalf of their other clubs, uh, you know, New York Tri and Bingham Tri, well done to Jason Cobb and Stacey Atkins for completing the Outlaw uh, X Triathlon up at Thorsby uh, Hall there, some great results for them, and uh, to Bev Hancock who was doing the Canyon Cross which is the sort of running uh, with the dog on a harness, uh, down at Bedford, Bev was uh, doing um, the first of the Midlands series of 
can it cross races? So where's your tester then, with Luna or Magic? Uh, that's a great question. She, uh, she did tell me, and I would be a 50-50. Uh, Bev was running with, with, with one of them, I think Luna, and uh, Bev's daughter, Ella, who uh, runs for New KC, but uh, she was doing the Canicross as well, and got a, she got a bronze medal. Bev came fourth, and I think Ella came third. And Ella was running with Magic, if I recall correctly. I'll, I'll let you off on that one. Yeah. <laughs> And just finally on what we're doing at the weekend, we've got a park run tour. Once a month we go off to a park run. Sometimes we just pop across somewhere local like Bestwood Village or Cumber Park. But it's a big one this uh, uh, this weekend. They're going up to Fountains Abbey, which has got the reputation as being the most scenic of the park runs. And uh, there's also the Robin Hood Half Marathon in uh, in Nottingham, very close to home. We've got a few uh, striders taking part in that one. There'll be some stories to tell next week. Graham, thank yep. you so much. Bye now. Thanks, Graham. Bye-bye. Are you uh, a bit of a triathlete, Kelly? Is that, you know, do you fancy... Because triathlon is the in thing these days, isn't it? That everybody seems to be doing triathlon. Do they? Oh, well, we don't, don't, Alexis, no, but... <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's I mean, a tough it, one. I always think it's brilliant. The person that is, in my world, almost solely responsible for the fact that Newark Sport is on the up, for the work that she puts into it... <laughs> It's about a sports mind. <laughs> hey, hey, let me just say, you don't have to be good at sports to be go. able to get everybody to do it. Right, let's get back to the question. Triathlete. Um, I've dabbled a little. I'm hoping to dabble a little bit more next year. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there well, for now. Yeah, we'll <laughs> don't commit yourself to anything. They'll, no, they'll, they'll remember. Well, actually, I was just thinking, we were talking about exercising and being active I was thinking about Red January. Oh, yes. And how yes. we're going to have a little group of us from Active for Today doing activities, different activities every day through January. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity to invite you two to join us. Less of an invite, more of a you come in along. Well, I would love to, but I have to go to work in a different town all That's day. That's not and, a and problem. Doesn't matter. And, and you can in. be active at your desk. I walk to the car in the morning. A little bit more than that. I walk back at night. A little bit more than that I as walk, well. I walk here with it. <laughs> right, five minutes. Alexis. Yeah. It's important. This is the most important bit of the show. Yeah. Because if people don't make an effort, we haven't got any sports awards. Well, that's right. And it will only be as good as people nominating. So we need some high-quality nominations. There's loads of deserving people out there. I know. You know them, Mick. You talk to them every week. So... There's lots of people out there um, that are deserving of a nomination, whether that's a junior team, an individual coach, or a volunteer. Um, just speak to the previous finalists and winners that we've had in, in recent years about how it's raised the profile of their sport as well as their club um, and their athletes and their volunteers. It has been a, a real opportunity um, for them. So there's lots of there's lots of people out there that need a nomination. The nominations can come from a variety of different folk as well. It can be a school teacher, it could be a coach, it could be a parent, it could be anybody. Um, as long as you've got the amount of information that you need to put on there, which is the top five achievements for last year, and then you've got 200 free text words to tell us about why they deserve it and what they've achieved in the last year. So you can go to our website, activefortoday.co.uk, 
and f- go on community sport and find the sports awards page which has got the online form there if you're struggling to get online we can do a paper-based one as well so give us a call on newark 655701 if you want us to send you or email your paper a word document form once i'll pull that up once we've got to the first of october trust me we will be contacting definitely almost everybody out there and we'll be talking about this thing every single night during october because i put great importance onto these sports awards everybody should do sport to enjoy sport at our level this is grassroots sport so you should do it to enjoy it that's first and foremost but what's wrong with recognizing somebody who's very skillful somebody who works hard behind the scenes to give those skillful people the chance to win it because trust me Newark Flosev would not win anything if he haven't got a backroom team and that goes with every club out there yeah. Newark ladies Newark Town ladies football would be nowhere if Mark Nesbitt wasn't coordinating everything it needs people in the background to do it um so come on it's called making a little bit of an effort on behalf of the people that you go and watch every single week um because it's not down to me and alexis no. to to choose our favorites because that's the last thing i'm going to say because we're running out of time it's not down to me and you at all is it it's not it's a team of people as i said earlier team of people with all different um backgrounds and understandings of local sport so it's we try to make it as objective as possible and what i think is a winner is different to what mick thinks is a winner is different to what somebody else thinks is yeah, a winner so so it, we we do it on balance we most certainly do ladies thank you so much for coming in and i'll tell you what i'll prove how impartial it is because Kelly's part of that team, and she's only been here four weeks. <laughs> uh, right. Stuart Preston's coming up. Um, Stuart, coming, <laughs> Stuart Preston's coming up now on FM while Andrew Channing is on DAB. Tomorrow night, it's Mr Rugby himself in the studio. Um, like Alexis took over tonight, Rob will take over tomorrow night. And it's the one-man guide to the Rugby World Cup. He's going to tell you how England's going to win it and how Scotland's going to be on the next plane home. But there again, you've heard that one before, haven't you? Bye-bye.